Grace, peace, and mercy to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The text, Genesis 1, which says, So God created mankind in his image. In the image of God he created them. Male and female he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Thus far the text. Well, brothers and sisters, generally speaking, motherhood is not all that attractive these days because it is one of the most difficult and exhausting callings in the world. And that is precisely why celebrities like Miley Cyrus, Cameron Diaz, Jennifer Aniston, and yes, even Betty White have given the middle finger to motherhood. And Hollywood's middle finger trickles down. Your old Adam, your sinful nature, loves to mimic the Hollywooder fools and reprobates. Don't mimic them. One recent study that I read reports that 46% of the American public says that it makes no difference if women have no children. That's really sad. In addition, that same study asserted that 91% of teenagers, 91% of teenagers, say that they do not plan to have a family. And I suppose to a certain certain extent, I, I can't blame them. Because after witnessing or being part of so much divorce or abusive, dysfunctional, crash and burn families, getting married and having a family is to them an impossible and an unattractive fantasy. So many people have chosen, I should say so many women have chosen a career instead of marriage and a family. And I've heard over the years from many young girls and women, they've told me, Pastor, I'm never going to get married and I'm not going to have any kids. As if being a wife, a mother, and having a family is like living in a prison, suffering cruel and unusual punishment. As if getting married and having children is a colossal waste of time and really, you know, doesn't matter. I'm here to tell you, Motherhood does matter. Motherhood does make a difference in the world. Ask the Blessed Virgin Mary. She'll tell you it does. Or why don't you ask her cousin Elizabeth? She'll tell you it does. Or how about Sarah or Rebecca or Eve? They'll all tell you that motherhood matters. And so it's time for all of us to listen to the Lord's word, to be repented and trust his good and gracious will when God said, be fruitful and increase in number. He made them male and female, you remember, in that context. So there you have it, male, female, man, woman, husband, wife, father, and mother. That is the Lord's very good order from the beginning. It is very good not only to be a woman and a wife, but also a mother. All three go together. We really should take note of that. It is in the context of holy marriage that God blesses the husband, a man, and the wife, a woman, with those words from Genesis, be fruitful and increase in number. Being a woman, marrying a man, having children, even if by adoption, and being a mother is God-pleasing. Womanhood, marriage, and motherhood are holy vocations. Why are they holy? Because God has attached his word to it. And more. 
God uses a woman's body with the help of a man's body, uh, the male and the female parts fit perfectly, to create life. <laughs> My father, who is a retired plumber, <clears throat> when we would work together on the job, he would always speak plumber talk. Know where I'm going with this? He always made the distinction between the male threads outside of the pipe or fitting versus the female threads on the inside of the pipe or the fitting. I was naive for a long time about what that meant. The point is, is that we, with humans, male and female, procreation, that's what we appropriately call it, goes with the words in Genesis, be fruitful and increase in number. I remind you all again, motherhood is God-pleasing. It is holy work. Motherhood, <laughs> motherhood matters. It's a difference maker. Ladies, God uses you as his instruments to create and take care of the little ones from conception to birth, from infancy to preschool, from kindergarten to college. Now, mothers, I know that many times you get worn down. Yeah, I know that. With all the, the sleepless nights, the ubiquitous illnesses, the earaches, the dirty diapers, the feedings, and the baths. I know that you are fatigued from endless meal prep, always changing the sheets, always making the bed, and always doing the endless loads of laundry. I know that you're bushed from homework help, driving forevermore to soccer, piano, volleyball, football, you name it, practices. Don't despair, ladies, don't give up. Stick with it, why? Because motherhood matters. All the everyday, all the mundane, all the ordinary tasks that you do, ladies, for your children and for your family are the Lord's service to them, the Lord's service to them. The Lord uses you. He takes care of his little creatures through you creatures, spelled M-O-M. Like when you play logos, <coughs> cut the sandwich into triangles. You ever done that? Check on your kids for the 10th time, the extra bedtime stories and the cuddles, the encouragement and pep talk after a really, really bad day at school, and helping with the uh, what seems like endless IXL English and math homework. Yeah, Mom, the Lord has very good use for you because motherhood matters to the Lord. You are the Lord's instruments. You are his hands. You are his mouth so that you can serve your neighbor, your child, or your children. Mom, then, you are like Christ for your child. You live not to be served but to serve. You offer your bodies as living sacrifices as you give your life, namely your time, your talents, your energy, your emotions, your health, your hope, faith, as mother for your child or children. Motherhood, brothers and sisters, motherhood clearly demonstrates loving service for others, as we heard in the epistle today from 1 John, but most especially with your family and with your kids. Ladies, your sacrificial service of love begins with the pregnancy. Uh, you nourish the baby even before you know there's a life conceived and growing in your womb. <laughs> How beautiful is that? 
this is one of the most exquisite aspects of God's work through motherhood. And sometimes, as, as I've said, you find yourselves doing and serving others without even realizing that you're doing it. Remember Matthew 25? So from conception to birth, the mother serves her child. She just can't help it. The prenatal help that she provides flows directly from her body without any decision on her part. Her hormones shift and rage as the pregnancy continues. Mom's body is literally what? Reshaped and reconfigured, restructured as she serves the child growing within her. God crafts and nourishes, protects and cares for the baby through mom. Mom receives the gift within her and she gives up part of herself to form the baby and she provides for her child with room, with sustenance and shelter. All this care then continues after the baby is born. However, the nurture is even more intentional because the newborn baby is quite vulnerable and changes quickly. As the baby's needs shift, mom's service adapts accordingly and God then continues to care for the child through mom. Again, it is the Lord that gives meaning to this service of motherhood. Did you hear what I just said? I'd better say it again. It's the Lord who gives meaning to motherhood. It is for good, to create life, to take care of life, to sustain life. Mom is a life giver, or I should say it this way, the Lord is a life giver through mom. The Lord then exercises his incredible life-giving power through women as he calls them to be mothers. And what is more magnificent is that God even ties motherhood together with the salvation of all people that is won by the Lord Jesus Christ. Because you know, after all, the Lord, when the time was right, Galatians 4, sent his only begotten son to be conceived by the Holy Spirit in the womb of the Virgin Mary to live and die as the Savior of all the people. Jesus, the Christ child, reveals then much about the vocation of motherhood. That is to say, through Jesus, God the Father redeems motherhood and turns this vocation into the very instrument by which he redeems the world and reconciles all sinners to himself. <coughs> it's no wonder then that the fourth commandment tells us to honor our mother. Yes, honor your mother. That should be a no-brainer, but it's not these days. Why do we honor our mother? Why does God want us to honor our mother? It's because God gave us life through our mothers. God gave you the washing and regeneration and rebirth by the Holy Spirit when your mother, together with your father, carried you to the baptismal font as a baby. She, together with your father, taught you to pray the Lord's Prayer, say the Apostles' Creed, and read you the Bible stories before you went to bed at night. She, as well as your father, brings you to the divine service to hear the gospel, to make sure that you are instructed in the word of God so that you can eat faithfully and beneficially the Lord's body and blood in the Lord's Supper. She, together with your father, prays for you daily that you, you, children, are you listening? So that you children will always believe in Jesus and trust him for salvation. So now I want to talk to the kids. Listening kids? All of you children, listen. When and where you do not honor your mother, you sin. Not only against your mother, but against God. Where you have failed, children, where you have failed to honor your mother, <coughs> it is time to use Jesus, the son of Mary, properly. 
for the forgiveness of your sin. And mothers, now I'm talking to you, mothers, where you have sinned against your children and your family, you too need to use the Son of Mary, the Lord Jesus properly, for the forgiveness of your sins. So if you're smelling what I'm cooking, children, children, confess your sin when you sin against your mother. And mothers, forgive your children for Jesus' sake. Mothers, confess your sins to your children. And children, forgive your mother for Jesus' sake. That's very important. You don't know why families don't get along? You know why families end and crack and burn? That's why. No forgiveness. No forgiveness. No forgiveness. This really matters. Well, so does motherhood, by the way. And the Lord has good use of you mothers in a family. The motherhood is a basic and fundamental component of creation. Motherhood helps hold our society and our country together, and man, and we desperately need that. Mothers, your life, as I noted, is of one, is one of immense self-denial and self-sacrifice so that your marriage and your family will work. It's hard work to make it work. And in that service that the Lord gives you as a mother, you can experience, listen carefully, as you do your work as mother faithfully, as you do that work, God will give you some of the most deepest satisfaction and the greatest happiness that anyone in the world can ever have. And the Lord through you makes motherhood extremely desirable and attractive for your young girls, the girls in our congregation, the young girls in our community, and the young girls in the world. Make motherhood attractive to them instead of despising it. Well, because after all, the natural compassion is, compulsion is to be in a family, to marry and to have kids. It springs up by itself by virtue of our creation. And through the powerful echoes of God's word at the beginning of Eden, be fruitful and increase in number. So, for our mothers, let us give thanks to the Lord and honor them as his instruments to care for us. Ladies, have a great Mother's Day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.